You're listening to a BGE podcast. My name is Chris Peltz, and this is my story. how I got started with blind grilling and the blind grilling experience and why barbecue why grilling why you know food and I've given some short answers but I've really been thinking about it more and more recently and just how much food has influenced my life and and eating as a whole and going all the way back to my childhood because that's really where it started you know, I mean, growing up, hanging around my dad and family, uh, someone would say, are you hungry? And my dad would be like, uh, what's hungry got to do with it? You got vittles. Let's eat. And that's what we would do. And so going all the way back, as long as I can remember, even before we moved out to the farm in central Missouri, my dad being in the military, going from one base to another, we were exposed to a lot of different cultures, a lot of different foods. In fact, the very first time I ever heard of barbecue, it was Korean barbecue. And so, you know, that's what I that's what I knew. We would go and we'd visit somebody's house. They'd come over to our house. In fact, when we'd go to their house, it was almost like we were loading up to move some other state. We were packing so much food to take with us because that's what we were planning on doing. We were going over somebody's house to visit and to enjoy some, not only company, but some amazing food. And being on Army bases, a lot of my dad's friends, married women who were Korean or Thai or, you know, from some other country and made some of their authentic dishes, which actually kind of reminds me of a story. We were living in Fort Stewart, Georgia, at an Army base, and we'd gone over to a friend's house, my dad, and uh, he, this friend was married to a Korean lady named Kim, and we were having some Korean barbecue. And I just remember, man, this stuff is so good. This is awesome. And she brought out these roll-ups. And these roll-ups were something that, well, I just, they, they looked really good. I was intrigued. I remember as a kid, you know, I was ready to try anything. And my dad's like, are you sure you want to try that? My mom's like, you know, it might have a little bit of spice to it, but that didn't bother me. I grabbed hold of one of them roll-ups and I bit into that and my mouth lit up like the 4th of July. Man, it was so spicy. And the next thing I did is I took another bite, and I took another bite, and I just kept on eating. It was so good. And here's the great thing about that. 
you know, growing up and taking your own lunch to school back when you would brown bag it, you know, or you'd have some cool little lunchbox with the superheroes on it or, you know, Scooby-Doo or something like that. Even back then, you know, there were bullies. There were people stealing lunches, people trading for lunches. Well, I learned pretty quick. When you've got a Korean roll-up in your lunchbox, nobody wants to take it. Now, you may be asking yourself, what in the world is a Korean roll-up? Well, I'm going to tell you, because, man, I tell you what, it, it is something that to this day I still remember, and every once in a while I try to enjoy. This Korean woman, Kim, boy, she took some dry seaweed, some rice, and some kimchi. And she would put that rice on that dry seaweed, put a little kimchi on it, and she would roll it up. And every once in a while, I'd ask my mom, Mom, I want to take some roll-ups to school for lunch. And that's what she would make me. And every once in a while, she'd surprise me. I wouldn't even ask for it. I'd get to school and open up that lunchbox, and sure enough, there would be this Korean roll-up. I think one time somebody wanted to trade lunches with me until I opened up that box and they could smell that kimchi. And they're like, ah, never mind. That's all right, because I didn't want to trade anyway. Boy, it was so good. It was was just one of those awesome things that I'll never forget. And I'll never forget Kim. I'll never forget all that amazing Korean food that we got to eat and enjoy. In case you're wondering exactly what kimchi is, I've always been told that the real true kimchi is cabbage and a few other spices and other things, peppers, that they put in a jar and they bury it in the ground for a year. And that's what I would have for lunch. And that's just how that happens. But that wasn't the only thing that I got to eat, but that's certainly one that I'll never forget especially living there at Fort Stewart, Georgia, and a lot of the other foods that we got to eat. I learned right then that I could handle some spicy Korean and Thai and Chinese food, and it's one of my favorites to this day. Loading up the truck, heading over to someone's house, or getting ready with my dad out at the barbecue, my mom in the kitchen working hard, and folks pulling up, and just as we would pile in with our arms full here they came with all of their dishes that they brought over and they'd be sharing as well some of the favorite mem- my favorite memories no doubt about it and it all centered around food it exposed me to culture it helped me to realize that we're all people we're all God's children and not only do we have to eat for necessity but we can have fun doing it.